When I was a freshman in college, I learned that when you go to Google with disconnected internet and press the space bar, you can play a run and jump video game. At 18, I thought this was unbelievably cool. Was it a great game? Of course not. Rather, I was getting a video game in the place I go to search for info across the web. It was the experience of a game being integrated into a search engine, an experience within an experience. I was reminded of this when the popular video game Fortnite recently began hosting concerts and movies within their game, the success of which has been industry-altering. Fortnite featuring experiences such as concerts and movies is more than just a neat new component to a video game. Rather, this is a huge step towards a future that big tech has long awaited. But it's being led by a cartoon shooter game. All of this and more will be explored today on Tube Circuit. I'm Dylan Harari. If you have gone the past few years without meeting someone who is in the elementary school to high school age group, I will explain what Fortnite is. Fortnite is an animated shooting video game, most popular for its battle royale game type. Hundred players drop down into a massive animated island that holds cities, towns, cabins, drive-in movie theaters, and much more. The goal is to be the last gun-wielding, Pixar-resembling cartoon character standing on the massive island. Now, Fortnite launched in 2017 and has since amassed 350 million registered players. For scale, Twitter has 330 million users. But where Fortnite differs greatly from something like Twitter is in the demographics. 82% of Fortnite players are under the age of 35. Tweens report spending more of their free time in Fortnite than they do on Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, or YouTube. To prove the amount of momentum Fortnite has been building, in 2018, Netflix said in their earnings report, quote, we compete with and lose to Fortnite more than HBO. Video games are addictive, especially for children. This is nothing new. When I visited a friend and his two young children a few years ago, they partially indulged in a conversation with me while most of their focus was on their TV playing Fortnite. When I visited this same friend and his kids two years later, the two boys sported different haircuts, clothes, and they were noticeably taller. But what hadn't changed was that the two of them were still obsessively playing Fortnite and not really wanting to have a conversation with me. The fact that they were still playing this game blew me away. 2019 saw over 8,000 new video game releases, yet these kids, like hundreds of millions of others, are still obsessively playing this game. The game has done a lot to remain fresh. Changes to their maps, new game modes and themes in the islands, but all of this pales in comparison to the power of Fortnite's efforts to build a community within the game. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive. Why would a game built around killing your opponents in order to be the last person standing be a community builder? While the Fortnite island has some resemblance to life here in the United States with the map featuring cabins, towns, junkyards, these were all featured for the novelty of having a familiar world to roam while players hunt down their competitors. But what if instead of a gun-wielding cartoon character in pursuit of being the last man standing, 
you act as a cartoon character in an expansive community with others. This is what Fortnite has been successfully building out. A virtualized world to have interactions and experiences that mirror real life. Earlier, I compared the number of Twitter users to the number of Fortnite users. That may have sounded like an odd comparison, but it was intentional. That's because beyond just being a video game, Fortnite is starting to become a top social media platform for Gen Z. Why? How? Well, in April of 2020, Fortnite announced their Party Plaza feature, in which characters can join a map that has no weapons, but instead, a soccer field, uh, outdoor dance clubs, and movie theaters. Since being implemented a mere few months back, Party Plaza has hosted concerts from popular musicians such as Diplo, Marshmello, and Travis Scott. The personalized animated character that represents the player can dance along with the other strangers enjoying the concert, or players can get their friends to join with their animated characters so both of the avatars can watch and dance together. 12.3 million players came to see the Fortnite Travis Scott concert live. To understand how huge that is, the highest number of Twitch concurrent viewers for a live stream was the PS5 reveal with 6.1 million. The Fortnite Travis Scott concert had twice that audience. Now beyond just concerts, Fortnite's Party Plaza is now hosting other events that truly blur the line between video game and real-world experience. In late June, Party Royale Island hosted screenings of three Christopher Nolan movies, and in early July, an interactive art experience from the Manchester International Festival was hosted on Fortnite. Now, did the team at Epic Games, Fortnite's parent company, wake up one day and say, well, what if we try integrating real-world experiences into our game? I mean, maybe something interesting will come as a result. Not at all. Rather, this has been the game's vision for some time. If you don't believe me, we can look at the prophetic tweets of Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney from 2019 saying, quote, Fortnite is a game, but ask that question again in 12 months. Furthermore, the creative director of Fortnite has said that their goal is to, quote, create a metaverse, a place where all kinds of experiences can happen. Now, these tweets hint at the future of Fortnite being something that's far beyond a shooting game and even further beyond concerts and movie screenings. Rather, a future where a truly developed world can exist within the game. Does that sound crazy? Yes, it probably does. Right now. But the idea of a metaverse is a future that Silicon Valley has anxiously been awaiting for some time. But no one would have expected Fortnite to become a leader in this successor to the internet. The metaverse is a term coined by science fiction writer Neil Stephenson in his 1992 book, Snow Crasher. The book explores the ideas of widely available internet, virtual reality, digital currency, all within a digital world known as the metaverse. The book, as well as the concept behind a metaverse, has become widely discussed and crucially important to the future ambitions of many tech giants. The dream of the metaverse will be a virtual reality which consists of 24-7 activity. It's always live. This allows for events and experiences to be both scheduled and spontaneous. 
In addition, the metaverse allows for a wide array of groups, companies, individuals, and more to contribute to this universe in the form of experiences and content. And of course, the dream metaverse will have a fully functioning economy. It's not putting on a VR headset to play a game, maybe with a friend, then going about your day. Rather, it's about creating a world that is so immersive that when you're done with one activity, you go to work, interact, relax, all while remaining in this universe. If it's not obvious, a metaverse is a fully functioning virtual world that mirrors ours, except it's not constricted by gravity, biology, or any of the human or Earth limitations we face. Right now, playing a game or watching a movie acts as an outlet from the physical world. In an ideal metaverse, all social and recreational activities will exist within this digital universe. Now, whether it's publicly stated or not, the metaverse is the reality that tech companies are confident will take over someday. As you can imagine, quarantine is expediting the timeline for a metaverse. If we were 30 years away from experiencing the fully actualized metaverse, it's not crazy to think that this could come to fruition in 15. Now more than ever, there's a need for us to have real-world experiences in a safe and quarantined way. This has opened the door for some elements to a metaverse to be quickly normalized, elements that you have probably already experienced. Of course, Zoom allowing companies to hold fully functioning meetings is a step in the metaverse direction. The same could be said for the wave of co-viewing experiences that have recently been launched. In June, Amazon Prime implemented Watch Party, a co-viewing experience that will allow up to 100 participants to watch content together and chat along the way. Both Twitch and Hulu have launched similar Watch Party features. There's also third-party Chrome extensions like Scener, which allow you to video with your friends while watching Netflix and HBO Now. But where this falls short of a true, fully actualized metaverse is of course in the fact that Netflix, Twitch, Hulu all require unique memberships and exist within separated ecosystems. Now, Zoom meetings and co-viewing experience are definite steps towards a metaverse reality, but they are small steps. Going on your computer to meet with coworkers or watching a movie while talking with your friends do not really represent the future of media. This is especially evident when juxtaposed to Fortnite, allowing you to experience a concert or movie with your animated character in an expansive universe. Metaverse has been an obsession of a large portion of Silicon Valley. As we discussed earlier, this isn't something that big tech is looking to experiment in as much as it is an inevitable future that key players want to capitalize on. So naturally, there are efforts by many of the largest tech companies to create the metaverse platform. Mark Zuckerberg has seen the writing on the wall for some time, evident as early as 2014 when Facebook acquired Oculus VR, which was a leader in immersive virtual reality technology. Reportedly, Facebook was giving every new employee working on their Oculus operations the novel Ready Player One, a fiction book turned movie that explores what a fully functioning metaverse could look like. And recently, 
Facebook has announced that for the second half of 2020, they are looking to increase production of the Oculus Rift by 50% compared to its entire produced mount for all of 2019. This will be a part of the new universe that Facebook is creating called Facebook Horizons. Announced in September 2019 and currently in beta testing, Facebook Horizons is a virtual world that allows users to create an avatar that will live in a universe with endless possibilities. Go to the beach with friends, play in community-created games, hone your art skills and painting classes. Of what's known about it thus far, it's a world of endless possibilities, and with Facebook already having their own method to process payments in Facebook Pay, they could be building out the fully functioning economy that's essential for a metaverse. Since quarantine, we're of course seeing more and more real-world experiences being shifted over to virtual universes. For Animal Crossing on Nintendo Switch, a social simulation video game, this has included, and I'm not kidding, a UK-based interior design consulting service for your Animal Crossing homes. In recent months, there have also been more than a few instances of weddings that were originally cancelled due to coronavirus occurring within the game. For Minecraft, MIT students who were upset about their graduation services being cancelled painstakingly recreated their entire campus in order to hold a faux graduation within the game. But almost as important as the moves made by Fortnite with virtual movie screenings and concerts is the massive success in recent moves of Roblox. Roblox is a video game, and it's not. Users create an avatar that is able to explore the 50 million plus games that are created by individuals, companies, developers, and more, all existing within the Roblox game platform. You explore each game and environment through Roblox as your personalized avatar. Clearly, these are key metaverse components. As of February of 2020, more than 10 games on Roblox claimed more than 1 billion total visits. Now, whether through a long-term game plan or deriving inspiration from the landmark moves made by Fortnite. Last month, Roblox announced Party Place. Party Place allows Roblox users to create their own private servers to interact. This will make it a lot easier to host virtual birthday parties or other meetups within the game. Why is this huge? Well, Roblox has 150 million monthly active users after seeing a 40% increase in users since quarantine. Now, get ready for the statistic that will make your head effing explode. Over half of US kids and teens under the age of 16 use Roblox. Half. That is insane. For those of you who are fearful of a future in which everything is virtualized to this degree, you can sleep easy at night knowing that this will take time. Even the most impressive recent moves do not meet Silicon Valley's standard for a true metaverse. While the Travis Scott Fortnite concert was viewed by more than 12.3 million concurrent viewers, it was split into over 100,000 servers with 100 players in each. Current tech doesn't allow for a world in which millions can exist within a single server, an essential component for an all-encompassing virtual world. But that's not to say that Fortnite isn't leading the pack. Remember, Fortnite making moves to create an ever-expanding digital universe 
is not an idea that was first conceptualized by the game's parent company, Epic Games. Dominating an inevitable metaverse has been a long-term goal of Silicon Valley, and as we discussed earlier, Facebook made an early acquisition of Oculus in an attempt to take control of virtual reality way back in 2014. Yet, Facebook is in a trickier position to lead a virtual universe than Fortnite or Roblox. The Facebook Horizon project we discussed earlier seems like, for all intents and purposes, an interesting combination of Fortnite and Roblox. Yet, I find it highly unlikely that it will take off in the same way that Fortnite and Roblox are currently soaring. Facebook skews older than most social media applications. I imagine it'll take some time for Facebook users to make the jump from hey, I like sharing photos of my dog with the other ladies from my neighborhood, too. I need to engage in activities with my friends in a virtual universe. Even in the promotional video for Horizon's beta testing, the actors and actresses seemingly representing the demo they want to target were approximately 50 years old. Of everything we know so far, it seems as if they want to activate their current user base for Facebook Horizon. Fortnite and Roblox have established a unique following with kids across America. That is the foundation that they are working off. If Fortnite was announced as an online platform today where you and your personalized avatar can watch Christopher Nolan movies, experience virtual concerts from your favorite musicians, and of course play the flagship game, it may have been too confusing to organically grow the user base that it currently has. But... Fortnite started as a game, and is now expanding into something much bigger. The same can be said for Roblox, as they are now implementing private rooms for people to interact. These moves were made by Fortnite and Roblox only as they had a foothold unlike any other with children across the United States. Now that they have a firm grasp on this demographic, this user base is excitedly coming along for the journey of a more immersive virtual world. The trust and comfortability that's being ingrained in kids across the US for Fortnite and Roblox will be very difficult for Facebook to eat into. Again, I want to remind you of the two most insane statistics I've read in a long time that I think speak to where things could go in the near future. One, 10 to 12 year olds report spending more of their free time on Fortnite than they do on Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, or YouTube. Number two, over half of US kids and teens under the age of 16 use Roblox. Half. Again, that is insane. I think that Fortnite and Roblox have the ability to lead their loyal user base of kids and teenagers into an ever-expanding virtual universe that includes games, movies, concerts, and so much more. The first steps to an eventual metaverse. But also imagine how this timeline will be expedited if this technology is adopted by schools across the country, an idea that I don't think is crazy. As many states are having children stay at home from school for the foreseeable future, why not use the new private Roblox room in order to have an immersive lesson plan? Why not create interactive education games with Roblox or Fortnite that are of a caliber we have never seen before? You want to understand gravity? Let's have your avatar go through a lesson plan in which it can be explained and experienced. 
you want to understand the French Revolution? Have it recreated in-game for kids to have their avatars roam around and experience the historical events firsthand. I would be thoroughly surprised if these companies haven't already had these internal conversations. Through concerts and movie screenings, Fortnite has implemented some of the most impressive virtualized experiences to date. This is evident in both the execution and in the millions of people who've come to experience it firsthand. They are wasting no time in becoming the leader for wildly engaging, interactive experiences that mirror our real life. In Silicon Valley terms, they're leading in the goal to own the metaverse. With Roblox following suit by launching private rooms to their massive user base, they can now say the same. As Roblox and Fortnite progress and involve, so will these children, inviting them to join along for the insane journey to an inevitable, all-encompassing virtual universe. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tube Circuit, Exploring Digital Media. Thank you.